This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Evening, welcome back. Part eight of this amazing series. Special Q and A for teens and young professionals and everyone else as well. Everyone is included. Um, this is being presented by the Chazak Organization and Torah Anytime. Um, every Monday night at, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, TorahAnytime.com slash Chazak 2. TorahAnytime.com slash Chazak number 2. Um, you can ask your questions to events.chazak.org. Um, actually, I forgot the papers over there, but that one actually, unbelievably, they wrote down every single word that we said, all the questions and all the answers. They wrote it down word for word. And uh, it was unbelievable. And, um, and we really appreciate it. And... Um, and, um, and, and, um, and, 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 you can um, email us at that same email, events.kazak.org, or you can, um, reach out to us at, uh, 516-455-7710, and actually, um, I think you can leave We have actually have the questions in. Literally every single word is written down here, so you see the dedication, entirely share, unbelievable. But today's first question is, is we had so many amazing, um, um, the yeah, classes we've had already seven previous um, um, questions and answers, and uh, and we hear so many amazing uh, rabbanim and speakers from, on all topics. And sometimes you might feel it's like uh, so. This is so many questions. Someone emailed us that, that you have like you have like you have like you have most ideas in this part of your brain, and you have like hashkafa, and then you have another another idea. But how do you how do you implement it practically? How do you apply it to your life? You have so much all this information. How do you, what, what is the steps that, that's necessary to make it actualized? Okay, thank you so much, Robbie. Thank you so much, Chazak. Thank you, Torah Anytime. Thank you for all the listeners. Thank you for everybody sending in the questions in the comments. And thank you for Chacham Arnstein from Colorado, all the way from Colorado, who types up all the questions and answers back and forth. Whoever is interested in the Word document... Um, can reach Chazak, right? The same email? Eventsachazak.org. Eventsachazak.org. Chazak 2. No, Eventsachazak.org. Uh, Whoever wants the written questions and answers, all six episodes until now, you still are uh, probably going to write the seventh one, but all the other episodes are written, then whoever wants it, please reach out to us. Now, to answer your question, Chacham Rabbi, it's a beautiful question, whoever asked the question, because I have the same issue, right? You listen to so many different rabbis, you read so many different svarim, how do you put everything into order? How do you misadir the dvarm? In fact, the Chacham tell us one of the biggest ma'alot, one of the biggest compliments or pluses you can have in a person is not only a person who learns Torah. Of course, it's important to learn Torah and listen to Torah and listen to speeches and different speakers. One ma'ala, one uh, thing that a person would try to take upon himself to try to be that person of a tzaddik, Chacham tell us, is a person that's misudr, a person that's very organized. Being organized in your head, exactly what you learned, and what subject, subject you're learning, and what safer it was, is a very big ma'ala, it's a very big plus. So even if a guy learns Torah, of course, the best thing is learning Torah, but there's a, a big ma'ala, a person should try to work himself, including myself, say the Chachamim and Perkyovers, to try to have in your mind, everything is misudr, everything is organized. Because if everything is a mishkabab, 
it's not going to be as accurate. It's not going to be as crystal clear in a person's mind. And mainly what happens is, the Tutsah is, the outcome will be that it's hard to apply to day-to-day life. But if something is organized in your brain, once it's organized, you know, this speaker spoke about tefillah prayer. This speaker spoke about Shabbat. This speaker is about halachot. This one is more about discipline. This one is about stories. This one is about emunah. When something is more organized, it's easier to apply it. It's almost like, let's say a person has a very busy office. He has a bunch of papers. If it's all over the table, if he wants to come back to a certain uh, paper that he needs right now, it's hard for him to go through all the papers. But if he has a very organized file in his desk, and each folder has a different topic, he knows if he needs something about a certain topic, he goes back to that folder of that topic, he pulls out the paper, and here he has it. So too in our brains. We have different files in our brains. So it's important to keep everything in order in the files to know where to turn back to, to remember what you learned or what you heard. That's the epitome of Ochachamim, um, expect from a person to be when he learns Torah and he listens to speeches. Now, what's the practical advice for myself also? The answer is that before a person starts listening to any speeches, right, you ask specifically about speeches, before a person starts listening to any speeches, he has to tell himself that there are two ways to listen to a speech. One is, for example, let's say you're driving, or let's say you're home, you're doing nothing anyway, so you're listening to Torah anytime, that's very special. You know, they say, or Baruch, Bar Leibowitz, the Rosh Hashiva, one time they saw one of the Bachim, it was Ben Azmarim. One of the Bachim was sitting, I think, on a, what's that thing called between two trees that you relax? A hammock? Canopy? Not a canopy. A hammock. A hammock, right? That, that thing, okay. And he was learning a Gemara, swinging himself, enjoying the nice weather and the trees in Ben Azmarim in Europe. So one of the Bachim went up to this person learning Zishir Bachatom. That's how you learn Gemara. You're laying down, you're swinging, you're this. That's how you learn Gemara. Gemara, you got to sit up, you got to respect it. So Baruch Barrett answered this Bachim, no, it's not the way you learn Gemara. That's how you enjoy your vacation. He, even though he's in vacation, even though he's laying down, he's still learning Gemara. It's not, yeah, if he was in best Medrash, if it was time to learn, of course, you can't lay down. you got to sit and learn Gemara like a man, just sit up. But if he's anyway swinging around, he's having a good time, and he still learns Gemara, that's how you enjoy yourself. That is vacation. So, so too, let's say a person is driving, and he puts on Torah anytime, he listens to any rabbis, whatever it is. It's not, we don't call that, that's how you learn Torah. We learn that that's how you take a drive. That's an unbelievable level. But you listen to Torah while you're driving, if that's the way you drive, you're a special person. But you have to have in mind that there's different ways to listen to that speech. One is while you're driving, or, you know, why not listen to the Torah? But you have to make sure you have a set time every day or once a week, or you have to make sure you have your rabbi, that whatever he says, every word he says, whatever it is, you totally space into what he has to say. And you tell yourself... This rabbi, he's going to change my life. This rabbi, I'm going to take his words more seriously, and I'm going to, you know, his, his words carry more weight to me now. So what happens is, my male, the outcome is, it goes deeper inside the heart. It's all the preparation of the mind before you start listening to the speech. So keep on listening to a lot of rabbis. Never stop. But make sure you have the right files. There's the rabbis that you really, really change from, and you take it by yourself to listen to whatever they have to say and take the words more serious, because that's how you're going to change and apply it to their life. And there's the rabbis they listen to, because why not listen and submit to always listen to the Torah, the more the merrier. <coughs> Was it clear? Yes, it was very clear. I wanted to actually ask a follow-up question that... That um, as, as an introduction, I heard, I heard from uh, man, sorry. from Rabbi Mayor. You did, oh. um, uh, Rabbi Mayor. You did speak from from Brooklyn. He said, he said that that, 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 that he talked about. The, he said, he said sometimes 
that, that like you're learning a safer like like um like like like, like mustard. And he said like you have to you have to learn it in the right way. He said like sometimes you learn mustard and what does that mean? You you learn about okay fine, you're learning, okay fine. Oh, talking about oh, this person speaking about cas, oh anger, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's my uh that's uh, that, that, that's my neighbor talking. Oh, talking about um, audience. Okay. Oh, that's my aunt or whatever it is. He said, oh, "You learn. You have to learn. This is talking about me. How does that apply to my life? That, that you don't learn most in order. Okay, fine. I can. You, oh, okay, fine. All this. And, and your your mindset is it's talking to me. How does it apply to my life? How do you how do you inculcate that's about that idea? When whether you're listening to a speech, whether you're, you're learning a safer, whether you're learning in chavrusa, it's talking to you to yourself. You're not meaning if you learn it in the way where it's like okay, like oh, it's speak, uh, like oh, it's talking about um, um, uh, a cheater. Oh, that's my uh, that's my brother-in-law or whatever it is. Then you even be some, if you learn that way, you can even become even a, even a worse person because then now you're not giving that person the benefit of the doubt. You're thinking bad of people and whatever it is. How do you learn properly that that you have that mindset? You're speaking to me, the learning, whatever the lesson is. Wow, wow, wow! Beautiful question, beautiful question. Again, this question applies to me too. Person learns Torah, he learns Musar, he learns discipline, he listens to rabbis giving speeches about, you know, moving up a notch in Ruchniot to spirituality, changing for the better, closer to Kadush Baruch Hu, changing our ways. Sometimes it goes from one year, it goes out the other year, or you automatically translate it to mean other people. You just remind me of a story with an Issa Zalman Meltzer, who was literally the opposite of that. Opposite of the question. He was one time listening to Hashir from Aaron Cutler. Aaron Cutler was Shishir Alikud. used to go to Yerushalayim here and there. So one time he was giving a shmooze in one of the yeshivot, I think it was Yeshiva Etzchayim. So Rizaz Alman Meltzer was one of the rabbis sitting in, but he was speaking more to the yeshiva about Rabbi Aaron Cutler. And Rabbi Aaron Cutler was going on and on about Kass, and one has to respect his wife, one has to be careful how he talks to his wife, but the D-boy, you got to be a soft-spoken, you got to be respectful. And Rabbi Aaron Cutler went on and on and on and on. After the shir, the story goes, Rizaz Alman Meltzer ran. He ran to the rabbi, he ran to Rabbi Aaron Cutler, he told him, he told him, Rabbi, Rabbi, how can I change myself? You're right, you were talking about a person like me. I want to change. How do I change myself? Rabbi Aaron told him, Chas Shalom, I wasn't talking about the Rishi Shiva. I wasn't talking about you. I was talking to the rest of the crowd. You're the Rishi Shiva. Of course you speak nicely to your wife if you don't get into Chas. But the lesson, the story is tremendous. So Rishi Shalom was a tzaddik. He was a righteous person. What makes him righteous? You know what it is? What makes him righteous is that he was honest with himself. How does, it become, how does a person become a tzaddik? When he knows he has to fix himself. When he knows that he has to upgrade and upgrade and change closer and closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When the ego is out of the picture, that's when the door opens to become a righteous person. So if Isis Alam Meltzer, although he was already the Godot door, he was a big Rishi Shiva, he still was such a, he still thought that Ryan Kutler was talking to him. That's he was listening to his speech. If I'm listening to his speech, the speaker is talking to me. I have to change. I have to change. I have to grow. So to answer your question, you know, there's uh, we say in, in Shema, the Kutz Rebbe says of Rutlagas, we say in Shema, Vayuah Devarim Ayele Alev Avecha. Vayuah Devarim, Devarim means Devetera. Vayuah Devarim Ayele Alev Avecha on your heart. So the Kutz Rebbe says, why is it we said that in Shema, it should say, Vayuah Devarim Ayele, build Avecha, in your heart. Which means, let the Torah words, let the singing of Torah go seep inside your heart. But it doesn't say that. It doesn't say, Bil Vavecha. It says, Vayuah Devarim Ele, Ale Vavecha, on your heart. Ask the Kutz but why? Why is it Ale Vavecha? So he says, imagine you have a table. Okay? And you take a book, and you put it in the middle of the table. You take another book, and another book, and another book, and another book. Eventually, from the weight, from the pressure of the books, the table cracks right in the middle. 
He says, when the Pasuk says in Shema, and we say it every single day, The words of Torah that you learn, the words of Torah that you hear should be on your heart. What does he mean on your heart? Keep on piling more Torah, more Torah, more speeches, more, more. Just keep on listening, keep on listening. Eventually, it's going to crack, crack open your heart and the Torah goes inside your heart. The lesson of the Kotzke Rebbe is that no matter what, no matter what, a person should always listen to Divya Torah. A person should always listen to more speeches. Although it might not make a difference now, oh, how much is going to make a difference a year, years on or later on. Every word of Divya Torah you listen to, it makes a difference that you learn, it makes a huge difference. Eventually, it would go inside your heart. So you always listen to more Torah more Torah. Now, if a person is up to the level, to, to accepting that he has to change, obviously when he starts learning Muster, he will change much faster. You know, there's a halacha, a lot of Sfarim we have in the city called the Shem Yichud. The Shem Yichud is a special prayer that we say before every mitzvah, before Shachris, before Tefillin, before Tzitzis, before Talis, before Netil Sidan. We say a prayer called the Shem Yichud. The Shem Yichud is before every specific mitzvah, we talk about why we do the mitzvah. We bring either the psukim or either the chazal from the Gemara of why we're about to do X, Y, and Z, why we're about to put on Talis, why we're putting on Tefillin. The point of that prayer is to awaken a person before he does the mitzvah, why he's doing the mitzvah. Because we don't want to become robotic, that we just put on tefillin, put on tzitzis, and make brachas of and shachas. So they were instituted a tefillah, a special prayer, to wake you up why you're about to do a certain mitzvah. Bacham Avadiyah says, eventually, when one always says the Shem Yichud, and you got so used to saying the Shem Yichud, now you need a Lashem Yichud for the Shem Yichud. Which means now you need a preparation before you read the preparation of the mitzvah. The nature of a person is, says Chacham is you get used to things. That's the nature of a person. So before a person starts learning Musar, a person can learn and learn and learn and learn. But at the end of the day, if he doesn't remind himself, including myself, why am I learning Musar? Because I'm here to change. I'm here to take upon myself whatever the Sefer says, I want to move a notch. I want to move up. I want to get closer and closer to the Kadosh Baruch Hu. That's what a person should have in mind. That's the Shem Yichud. That's the preparation you should have in mind before he starts learning. But no matter what, you always have to keep on learning because it's going to make a huge difference on a person. And I want to end off with this, Chacham Rabbi. I know it's long, but I want to end off with this. Rabbeinu Yerna says, one thinks to be chayzeh v'teshuvah. One thinks in order to change, it means you have to go from point uh, one to point a hundred. Or for example, let's say a person has cast. Let's say a person has a problem with uh, anger management. Let's say a person can't watch his eyes. It's not either all or nothing, says Rabbeinu Yerna and Shara Tshuva in the first parak. It's not, oh, I have to become this huge tzaddik that puts uh, my, my head down, or I have to become the huge tzaddik that never gets mad. No, it can take 70 years. It can take 80 years for a person to change. But says Rabbeinu Yerna, as long as he says those words, as long as a person's mindset is on the right path, that's what Teshuva means. Teshuva, repenting, means a person knows he has to change. That's what Rabbi Yonah says, Bifirush. Eventually a person will change. Of course a person will change. The more he learns, the faster he will change. But what is Teshuva? What is change? You know what change is? The change in the mindset. The outlook in life. The Shi'ifas. My goals. My goal is, Amityetzev al-Derechatov. I want to be on the right path. What is the right path? Getting close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So when a person learns Musr, the fact that you even want to change, the fact that you even want to listen to Divya Torah to change, you're already on the right path, says Rabbi Yerna, that is already the path of repenting of Teshuvah. Beautiful. And um, I think that will be um, it for, uh, for tonight's amazing program. And um, don't forget, tune in every uh, every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
tornytown.com slash Kazak2. And we need your questions. You submit your questions. Don't be embarrassed. You're asking anonymously. No, um, we don't even know who you are when you ask it. Um, and you're asking your questions are asked anonymously. Um, email us your questions. Events at Kazak.org. E-V-E-N-T-S at C-H-A-Z-A-Q dot O-R-G. Events at Have a great night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.